Press record, keep it. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. We do this every day, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on weekdays, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Come in here and discuss anything and everything. What your mama doesn't want you to hear. What your husband has told you. Please, stay away from that guy. You know, anything that can be discussed that we've been afraid to discuss for the longest time worldwide. I put it on uh, www.rogueradio.live. You can listen to it wherever you are. In Alaska, in uh, Antarctica. You can be in South Africa, you can be in Nigeria, you can work, you can be in uh, Tibet, you can just be playing with Nepal, wherever you are, in Australia, just looking at scorpions eating spiders, you know, that shit, crazy shit, wherever you are. You could be in America, all 50 states, you could be in the 51st state, that is the 254, I consider Kenya to be the 51st state of America, whatever America does, Kenya will do, and do it in a worse way. Welcome to the show, my name is Andrew Kibe. My number is 0712915936. Today is a Thursday. Thursday means throw her back Thursday. Throw her back Thursday. Time is 701 in the 254, man. It's good to see everybody. Remember, this is a, a, a Kenyan production, but we invite anyone and everyone from everywhere because discussions are discussions. Sometimes you may discuss something in Swahili. You don't understand it. Just go with the flow. Sometimes somebody might say something that is only native to our country, which is the Kenya. Just go with the flow. When you have a point to give, give your point. Always get straight to the point. Don't dress your point up. Nobody wants to hear a dressed up point. You see, we used to have guys in a... We used to have a, the politicians in the old, olden times who would come to, a, to give a speech. And before his speech, he has a speech telling us about why he's happy to give the speech. Nobody has time for that shit. Get straight to the fucking point. Are we together? Yeah, we are together. It's a throwback. Oh, sorry. It's a throw her back Thursday. I want us to start with a song by Why? You guys, you guys, you guys. This is going to be a good one. Uh, between 10, uh, sorry, between 7 a.m. and 7.30, we just call people to, to come and watch the show. You know, these are cut and razors. It's always going to be a bad show. Today is going to be a bad show. Bad! Boys to Men with Motown Philly. These guys came out of men from anywhere. Boys to Men is one of my greatest uh, groups, I always like to listen to them. I take the whole album, I take the essentials, I like to listen to anything that they've ever done. It's amazing that uh, it's, it's very, very boring that they broke up. I would have wished for them to go into the sunset together. This song is Motown Philly, one of their very first songs to come out and hit. The group is Boys to Men. Send me your selection. My number is 0712 I want to hear from you on my watch. Sabu! Toy brother. What? Yes, 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 yes. That was boys to bed. That's a way to start a morning. That is how to start your morning. How to start your morning. You should Google that. How to start your morning. Ah, let me play for you another selection because uh, I I, I deserve to. I deserve to. Eh? Kijana. (laughs) Mwalimu, that boy looks weak. He deserves two more. One more. <laughs> I deserve to, man. I love Throw Her Back Thursdays. Throw Her Back Thursdays. Come on, man. Look at offside. Throw Her Back Thursdays. So let's do this. I will get to your selection. I see. Let me just uh, give a shout out first to Uncle Mike. I see you. Thank you very much for joining this stream. Uncle Mike says, Good morning, Kife. Tuned in to the only show, only radio that Chiloba cannot close. He can do us nothing. He can do us nothing. Thank you very much, Uncle Mike. Kelvin from Nakuru requesting Gial, you a party animal by Charlie Black. Gial, 
Girl, you're a party animal by Charlie Black. We shall get to that one. Uh, hello, Kibe Morningwood Rocks. Waiting for a great show. Please play for me. Violetti by Matonya. As we throw her back to the streets. Ah, locks. Very nice. Asante Sana. Who is this? Sorry, I didn't get the name. Hello, Mr. Kibe. Oh, yeah, this is Mansa Musa. Mansa Musa. Thank you very much. Gift Daryl says, listening live, my brother. Back strong as a motherfucker. He was not feeling well yesterday. I think uh, uh, he's been eating some, some bad coochie, some bad pudesh. But his back here is stronger than ever. Leo, naona topic ni akuleta vita. Kamakawa, always supporting my brother. Asante sana. And uh, we have, uh, who is this? Who is this? Oh, Gishana is in the house. Says Gishana, uh, play for me. Says, cultures give most women that pushback. No, that was today. Was it today? Yes, that was today. Seven in the AM on the dot. Play for me. Leo. Oh, sorry. Says, play for me what? My TBT request, Leoni, major. Over my ex. Major has a song over my ex. I would like to see. I would like to hear that one. Is it from uh, from Kitambo? Yeah. Uh, who else is this? Liam comes in late. Says he needs two whips in his eyes. Two whips in your eyes, motherfucker. Don't be late again. Send me your request zero seven one two nine one five. We do this between seven a.m. and uh, seven that. Eh? We shall uh, have. I can play for you one or two requests just to see how it goes. Kibeleo play. This is how we do it, Montel Jordan. This is a request from Australia. Before we got there, listen to this shit, bro. Okanaka. Woo! Pump up the jam. Put up the volume. Let the neighbors wake up. Kwani nini? Ulalipa rent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a song from 19, I think, 88. If not, which is it? Yes, well, let's say 87, 88 there. Man, I was young. I was a young boy. I had all my hopes and dreams ahead of me. I was like, I can make anything. I, wa- I can be whatever I want to be. Where, where, where? Look at us now. <laughs> look, look at where we are. Yeah? I thought, man, I can be anything. My life is ahead of me, bro. If you... I don't know how to put it. I, uh, I had I, everything was was right ahead of me. I was like shit. So my first encounter, my first encounter with the police at this time, when I thought my life was just going to be wonderful, I was walking on the beaches or on the beach of uh, Nairobi Dam, of the Nairobi Dam. There, there used to be a dam. It was not just called Nairobi Dam as a thing in our heads. There was a real dam there, and people used to do sailing and whatever. All that nonsense was happening there. Beautiful. Very beautiful place. Ah, you would, we would walk on the beach. So I was walking there with a buddy of mine called Pete. And we're just picking stories. Man, just boys being boys. So we meet these cops and the cops ask us, where are you going? And I told them, hey, this is Nazurura. I'm like, I can't understand why a cop would stop me when I'm walking. Why would you stop me when I'm walking? I'm a 10, 11-year-old boy. Why the fuck would you stop me when I'm walking? I don't look hungry. I don't look destitute. Why would you ask me where am I going? How is that any of your business? So in my mind, very innocent, uh, uncorrupted, undefiled mind, I looked at the cop like, why would you be so... Who the fuck are you? So I told him, hey, bro, we are walking. We are just relaxing. We are living our life. And the guy slapped the shit out of me, bro. That backhand was a backhand from hell. Reset me quick fast. I was like, shit. 
who is this guy? <laughs> so I looked at the guy, I'm like, eh? okay, so you have the right to slap me? All my hopes and dreams, <laughs> I could see them just tunnelsing, like, bro, now you are you're becoming a man. There's some things that you have to put away. Put away childishness. Man, that was, that was, that was a harsh, a harsh wake-up call into manhood. I would not want it for anybody. Uh, we have uh, somebody who has requested the song Under 18. I don't think we shall play this song all the way. Oh, man. Jim Watt, what happened to him? Is he still around? Jim Watt with Under 18. Let's see if we can just get to the where the song starts. Because uh, the song had a lot of bullshit. There was a lot of... Uh, yeah, there was a whole drama before the song started. Oh, this song came out in Kenya when the, we were still innocent. We were still innocent. None of that bullshit was going on. Right now, we have so much bullshit. If you, but to release a song like this now, everybody would say, what do you mean? Why would you sing a song like that? You'd have all the women's groups, all the rights, all the leftists and rightists all just jumping on your shit. What do you mean by singing a song like that? Man, can we just go back to the time when anyone could just go in and just say what you want to say, have freedom of expression. That way, I, I wonder where Jim Watt is today, man. I will not play that whole song, man. I don't have time. I don't have time. I really want to. Uh, I want to play Major over my ex. Uh, remember, my number is 0712915936. At exactly 10.30, we jump into this hot, hot conversation. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. Um... Who is this from Australia? Who is this? When you send me a message, please tell me your name. Oh, Benji. Benji from Australia says he wants to listen to This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. I shall be playing that immediately we do this. Man, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. Whoever requested that song, man, you know I've tried. I have tried. Gishane, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. That song is whack! That song is whack! Major is never good when he's doing it by himself. Major is one of those guys featuring. He's like who? He's like uh, Jermaine Dupree. You guys remember Jermaine Dupree? Major is always good when there's, uh, there's somebody else he's, uh, he's uh, collaborating with. Uh, as we keep moving, we have a few more minutes to 10.30. We start our discussion. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. Ah, wonderful track, wonderful track. Listen, uh, this time of the morning, we just test, we're just testing, we're just testing. Uh, we have seven minutes before we get into the real discussion. Remember, today our discussion is, is your mother sabotaging your relationship? Is your mother sabotaging your relationship? Uh, we're going to touch on something known as son-husband. This has been an, a new word that was coined, a new phrase that was coined the other day. Okay. Let's get into it. I want to bring a song uh, by... This is a song I know you've not heard. Uh, you guys heard this song by who? Was it Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj did a version of this song. I think it was Nicki Minaj, if I'm not wrong. Yes, Nicki Minaj did a version of this song. But I want you to listen to the original track. I want you to get into the, into the zone of the original track. I want you to understand where we came from. How bad it was for us. There's nothing as beautiful as listening to something for the first time, knowing that it has never been done before. Oh, it is life-changing, life-changing. Well, I think I was in class 8 or class form 1. I can't remember. But when I heard this song for the first time, I was like, that's a truck and a half. 
This is Sam Mix a lot. Baby got back. My God, Becky, look at her. Tell me if those. It's so big. There's something familiar to this track. You'll tell me. Rap guys, girlfriends, who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total Total prostitute. Where, where? Oh, Kanaki, listen to that bitch. And kick them nasty thoughts. Baby got back. Yes. 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 Scratch for me. Come on. Little in the middle, but she got much back. What the hell was that? Wonderful song, man, man, man. One last song, one last song before we jump into the discussion. Yeke Yeke by G. Uh, man G, Man G has uh, requested Yeke Yeke by Mori Kante. You'll be surprised that uh, beats come from Africa. You'll be very shocked. Yeah? You'll be very shocked. When, the, when was the last time you had this one? When was the last time you had this one? We didn't understand a word he was saying, but bro... Oh, shit! Art has done something to me, man. That's how to start the morning. Welcome to the show. This is Throw Her Back Thursday only on www.rogueradio.live. Uh, we have managed to get spaces up and running. It's good to see everybody. I see the streams are healthy. We have enjoyed ourselves. I hope you just moved the seats and you were just dancing the shit out of your life. It's good to, to remember and reminisce some of the times that we've had. It's not bad. Wake up the neighbors. What can they do? The, the worst they can do is call the cops on you. Oh, he was playing his music too loud. Well, uh, it is his music, it is his rent, his house, his everything. Oh, man, it's good to see everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, we do this every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, throw her back Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday. No, sorry, Friday. We end, up, we end up Friday. Let me stop being ambitious. That Friday you go and do that like it's your last day in this world. Thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate it. If you're on my Twitter spaces, the topic today is are mothers sabotaging their sons' relationships? Are mothers sabotaging their sons' relationships? Now, over the last uh, couple of years, there's been this new, um, how would I say it? How would I say it? Son-husband syndrome. Son-husband syndrome. Son-husband. Now, I, I, am, I am saying this because this is something that I actually passed through. Experience. I experienced it and it was not funny. And I, I, I got to find out about it much later when I was already way too deep into it. You see what happens is when a woman uh, hooks up with a man and they go into marriage and maybe the man is not very successful or whatever the case. You can you can never be sure. You can never be sure what really happens between a man and a woman. And they get children. And most of the time, when there are sons involved, women tend to bring the sons close to them so that uh, they can secure their future somehow. Especially when they get those enterprising, you know, those sons who look like they're going to go far. Those sons who look like, uh, you know, they, they're going to support them, in, uh, you know, in their, in their old, old days. I don't know what English to use here. My English on Twitter is just disappearing. But uh, you, get, you get what I'm saying. 
So this was the same same situation I felt like that uh, happened with me and uh, my mother or my mother and I. Was the first time when I told her. I'd gotten this chili. There was so much pressure around me. I I'd wanted uh, I wanted to marry her. So I go to I go to my mother. This was I was still lambistic as fuck. So I go to my mom and I, I remember she was in the kitchen. And we were still staying in the same house. I was puny, bro. Just I just work with me here. I was puny as fuck, man. So I go to her and I tell her, and it was, it was such, bro, it was like breaking up with your girlfriend. I remember it because I, I remember how much it took away from me. It was like breaking up with my girlfriend. I go to her and I'm looking for ways to introduce this topic that I found a woman that I want to marry. That was what was in my head. And I'm looking for those words, bro. I'm looking for those words. Um, Mom, remember this is a woman who's raised me. Everything. She has made me believe that, or rather this is what the society has made us believe, that I should tell her everything. She's like my first girlfriend. My highs, my lows, when I'm looking for a job, when I'm doing my business, whatever it is that I'm going through, I am involving her. So she's been a big part of my life. In my selection process, so I had not grown up. So when I told her, when I went to her, and I'm like, uh, mom, I'm thinking of getting married, bro, she couldn't hear it. She told me, I, can't, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Don't tell me that. And she changed the topic and started talking about something else. It was as hard as breaking up with a girl. And I looked at the situation, I was like, why? Why don't you want to hear that? I mean, it's something, it's, my, it's, it's a progression in my life. It's my next phase. I'm now no, no, no longer a child. I should be able to get married if I want to. Why don't you want to hear that? And it started... Something in my head, it, t- it triggered something in my head. And I was like, why? why? Why is she getting this way? Why is she behaving this way? Why does she, doesn't she want to hear me uh, talk about getting married? Why is she getting worked up about it? I don't understand. Because she's my mother, she's not my girlfriend. So I didn't know that there was this phenomenon that goes on with women that uh, when they're raising boys. The son-husband syndrome. I didn't know that that was what was happening. So in my mind, I was just like, maybe she doesn't like my girlfriend. But it's, it didn't sit right with me. And many years later, even after that, uh, when I actually came now to get married, I didn't even get married to that woman that I'd wanted in the beginning. I married an, a different one. And she resisted the same, a dif- the different woman, she resisted 100%. To a point where it was violent. I want you to take a second and understand what I'm saying. She resisted me getting uh, marrying this new girl that had nothing to do with the other one to a point where it got violent. It was like I had promised her something. You know how you can promise your girlfriend one thing and then you go, it's like your, your girlfriend finding you cheating. If your girlfriend was to come to your house today and find that you're with another woman in, the, in, in bed with another woman, how your girlfriend would react is how my mother reacted. And I was like, why? Why are you reacting like this? No, you're making a mistake. I'm like, yeah, I, I can make mistakes. That's on me. It's not on you. I'm a grown-up. Till today, it has never made any sense to me why she reacted that way. Or rather, let me say it, it does now when I think about it. But I, I always wondered why. Why did she really care about me that much that she didn't want me to make a mistake? Or was I her son's husband? Was I the man that she thought she would go into her twilight years with? 
It really worried me. And I was like, so even after that, we had a very strained relationship to a point where we don't even talk anymore. I'm not embarrassed to say this because, I mean, it's the truth. In Kenya, in my country, we do not talk about anything personal because we're just all a bunch of liars. So when you say something personal, everybody's like, shit, look at him. What is he saying? So we never say anything that is the truth. And I kept wondering, why is she behaving this way? And I call her and I tell her, hey, mom, I want you to, I want us to have a good relationship. You're my mother. That will never change. You need to understand that that will never change. You, nobody will ever take that position. I can divorce this woman tomorrow and she'll stop being my wife. But you, the position is already the moment you gave birth to me. That position was sealed in heaven, in hell, on earth, everywhere. I, I would never have another mother. You are my mother. So why are you fighting for that position? No, she wasn't fighting for the position of mother. She was fighting for the position of uh, son, what do you call it? Son, husband? This was, I was like a husband to her. Because most of the time, I want you to understand this. Take this, take the, this, this example. It's not an example, really. This is something that happens. When uh, men come to America, when, or men leave our country, when men leave 254, and go out into the diaspora to work, for looking for, you know, greener pastures, a better life. Because maybe things are not working out in Kenya the way you want them to. Or you've come here to study or something, but you're just looking for a better life. It's always a better life. You leave Kenya, you go to the UK, you go to Doha, you go to, you know, Saudi Arabia, wherever you go. You're just looking for a better life. Go to Australia. You, most of the uh, Kenyans come to America. So you've gone to look for a better life. And once you get there, you've let your, uh, your, your father and your mother at home. And immediately you come here. Your mom probably had been, had been preparing you over a period of time. Once you land here, now your, husband, uh, your father becomes a demon. And she starts demonizing your father in your eyes. And you start resenting your dad. If you had not been resenting him from the time you were small. Now my, that's what my mom had been doing. She had been preparing me over time to hate my father. Like your dad ain't shit. Your dad is this. Your dad is that. I suspect he has a family out there. All that was just nonsense. Now she was preparing me so that if I hate him, I, I protect her. I go to her side. And she managed to bring a wedge between uh, my dad and I for a long time. Now they, now they come to these people who come to America. You find that a lot of uh, men here in America directly send their mothers money while their fathers don't know. They're in full constant communication with their mothers. They are planning how to, they could bring their mother here to America. Many have done that. Many have destroyed uh, the relationship between the mother and the father because of coming in between. And then this woman comes here and finds that you're married and destroys your relationship with your wife because now she's wife number one. She doesn't want you to move on with anybody if it's not her. She wants to be the only one in your life. Now, the black community is reeling from this nonsense. It is such a bad thing. The black community is reeling from this nonsense. That you'll find a boy has been raised by his mother, single mother. She kicked out the, the husband because there was this Section 8 uh, bullshit that's going on here. Kicked out the husband so that she can get uh, child support and welfare and all this shit. And then the boy somehow becomes, I don't know, successful. And she will forever live in that boy's life. 
her life is to make sure that this boy is going to take care of her, be her emotional uh, support. Now, what is a son husband? An adult male from an immigrant background, this is what they say, <laughs> living at home with his mother or siblings who fulfills the emotional and intellectual needs of his mother at the expense of his own personal, romantic, and or emotional development. You put aside everything. Your mother never wants to see you with a girlfriend. Everything that you do when it comes to your own personal relationships, she doesn't like. She's always, the, the worse it gets for you, the better it gets for her. She will always tell you how your wife is bad. Oh, you know, and she starts putting some crazy shit in your head about your girlfriends, your wife, whatever relationships that you have. Because she wants to alienate you from all these people and rem you remain hers by, uh, by yourself. This is some bullshit that has gone on for too long. It's called emotional incest when parents make their kids partners. Parents seeking emotional support through their children. Yani, it's your mother and she's here has converted you to be like her husband only that she's not sleeping with you. In some cases, it gets so strong that you find a woman getting married to her. Her son. Man, I'm like, shit, what is going on here? It gets so strong. You'll find a woman is raising a boy. The boy is 11, 10. She's still kissing him on the mouth. We're like, what the fuck are you doing? I saw a photo that was doing the rounds the other day. Like, what are you doing? Kissing your boy on the mouth. And these women are dressed skimpily in the house. Like a boy is 10, 11 years old. This is his mom. He's wondering what the fuck is going on here. Wow. Victor Smalls. Youth ambassador. King culture is in the house. Uh, let's see. Zolani. Zolani. I don't know how to, to pronounce that one. Ah, who are we? Who do, <laughs> who do we start with here? If you're here, just jump into this conversation. What do you think? Uh, are mothers yeah. sabotaging their son's relationship? Hey, Kive, what's up? What's up, Victor? I'm um, good, man. Talk to me. What's happening? Yeah, I uh, regard to this topic, man. It's, in, it's indeed uh, uh, a good one um, because, uh, you know, if you see a woman doing such things to the son, especially, it shows how she, how she is mentally, uh, and also how she is emotionally. You know, once they view the son as the man, mm. it means they lacked a man before to love them like a man. So they take all this energy and put it on the son, and uh, you know, this son will grow to be. And um, another woman's man in the future. Mm -hmm. So once it reached the point that this son now is deciding to live his own life, and the, the mother is left behind without no man, so it becomes a problem. 
because the finances, the emotional support goes to another woman. So it becomes an issue when, especially when the son is getting married or is getting into a relationship with a girlfriend, you know, and the woman tries to be, you know, uh, it's like a conflict of interest because they know the son will take these benefits to another woman, you know, and if a woman had a man in, in her life, like a husband who was a strong manly figure, I don't, such things can happen, especially this happens to single mothers. Yeah. Mm. Who they are single mother, mostly are the ones who are victim to this. That one I can say, because the men earlier did not settle with them. So they try to take all this energy to their sons and they view them as men. All right, all and right. Uh, me, I was, I was raised with a, uh, with a, with a, with a single mother. But my mother was a single; she was a widow, right? Yeah. So you know, I'm currently living in abroad in Dubai. So you know, like she's always trying to keep in touch, asking for this, as you say, financial assistance and all that. But keep in mind, I also have my love for my own as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how, how, in Victor, to Victor, the, Victor, so how do you how do you handle yeah. it? How do you handle you uh handling your life and handling your mother as well? Yeah, okay. In regards to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, during the uh COVID time it was a tough time for me because you know that time I was like kinda jobless mm-hmm. and uh, I was trying to get back to work. So I learned a lesson uh during that time that you know what, I need to prioritize me because I have a life to live. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because if I prioritize her, I'll forget that I have a life of my own. Yeah? Yep. So now, in terms of now assistance, um, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not assisting her, but I, I decided to limit it to a certain, uh, certain, certain minimum so that I can have also my own financial support because I need to do my own uh, ventures, my own businesses. So, like, through that experience, I learned to think for my own first. Because man, I'm not growing uh, young anymore. Yeah, yeah. I need to have my my own. I, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Victor, Victor says. Uh, yeah. So v- Victor is um, he limited his uh, the amount of money he sends to his mom because now his mom is dependent on him. You know, the, this son husband bullshit needs to end. We have to find a way of going back to the olden times where there are no widows, there are no single mothers. Uh, because now son husband syndrome is a thing. Uh, Zolani, are you there? It's Good. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks a lot. Uh, I see it's a very interesting topic. This was a nice one, a nice topic. I believe every man years something to say, guys. This one is a very sensitive one. I can hear your story. You know, believe it or not, your story, Mr. Andrew, is similar to mine. Like, similar to everybody, you know, it, it seems like we are all going through the same thing. Understand? Yeah. It's a man, yes, it's a matter of experience now. Is it, am I going to get there or am I still, or maybe I pass? So this is what happened and this is what is actually happening. We are facing a huge problem as African men. I don't know whether the white society, they, they have this thing, you know, maybe the white society, they love the girlfriend, you know, but for us, for us, it's very hard because now our mothers are too attached to us. 
they 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 feel like it, they are they are men. Like I don't understand men. It's like this thing they 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 don't want to let go. So I am going through this situation. My mama is always here, always on my case, on my relationship. Sometimes she pretending, you know, they're gonna pretend. They, you know, sometimes you have, you have to act, you know. But believe it or not, our mothers they don't love our girlfriends. Whether I bring Beyonce or Rihanna, they will <laughs> never love. <laughs> yes, this one, this one, this one, Andrew, this one is war of centuries. We've been fighting this. Even my father comes from the same thing. Even his father comes from the same thing. So it's a test that we're not going to break. And me, in my family, I took the stand. I told my mom that, you know what, I am leaving the house. I literally took my things and I left. Yeah. And then I left it. Yeah, so now I'm staying with my girlfriend. We are together. We're doing our own thing, you know. So so the most important thing here is, is, is for us as men to take charge. We need to take control. You need to protect your woman. You need to protect your woman from your family because now your mother is going to influence your sisters. Your mother is going to influence your brothers and uncles. They're they not going to love your girlfriend, all of them. So now you as a man, you need to take charge. You need to be in control whether your mother loves your girlfriend or not, whether your mother doesn't want, you must take stand and tell your mom that you know what, no, 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 you can't do this. You can't do that. Like, it can get violent, my guy. It can get violent and the break, the breakups are not going to be nice. You understand? So what I'm saying to you, let me, I don't want to talk a lot, but me, and I managed to get out of this by getting out of the house. Because my girlfriend was not comfortable visiting me now with my mother in here. And you know, most we need our space at the end of the day. So I now, the you. fact that you are. So now, you know what's making things worse? The fact that I, I got out of home. Yo, she went mad. You know, my son, I raised you. Hey, hey, I took you to varsity. I took you to school. So you need to understand all the things that our mothers are doing for us. They feel a sense of ownership. They feel like even if you get married, you will still be mine. Even if, even if I have a family, I must still spend my mother 5000 in the house. And then me, where I'm staying, I don't have bread. And, and no, our mothers, they don't understand. <laughs> okay, Zolani, Zolani. Zolani, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Hold up, Zolani. Uh, King D, are you there? What's up, man? What's happening, bro? Are you, is your mother sabotaging uh, your relationship? Ah, uh, bro, Yanni, for, for a long minute, Yanni, I thought she was. Man. My mother took charge of not only my relationship, ah. even my dad. <laughs> uh-huh. Not even my dad alone, man. She took charge even my entire family, bro. My uncles, nanini, yani kuna wakati tungeenda ocha. Uh-huh. Unapata my uncles zangu wana hepa jumadha mefika. My mom has just arrived. So, they're like, ah, you know your mom will just start issues. Sure. And for I, I, I came to realize she was not supposed to be in charge. Mm-hmm. You see, my dad wasn't accountable for that shit. She was not supposed to be in charge. My dad gave up. Then my mom took charge. Now the moment my mom took charge, mm. shit went away. So yeah, I think our dad messed us up, man. I don't think it's the mom. It's the dad. The dad didn't take charge. The dad should have taken the, charge. The moms were not supposed to. Eh? The dad should have been strong enough to not allow the woman to over... Yeah. Not, not to overstep. Because how, how, how will your own wife 
even mistreat your own brothers. Mm. Because she's in charge, it seems like she owns the house. How would your own wife talk back to you in front of your own kids? Mm-hmm. Because you let her be in charge. So now we are here blaming someone who's weak. It's like we are like the way we blame our president. Mm. <laughs> we knew that nigga was shit from the word go, man. Like, <laughs> why did we give him? Why did we let him take charge? Uh-huh. Now, when he took charge, he's now messing the shit up. He's all over the place. And so, why are we blaming him? We need, we need to start blaming first of all the dads because now uh, it's it's like it's like a chain. Mm-hmm. Now you have uh, uh, the dad will come to you with a victimizing opinion. At yeah, you know, PIA uh, back in the day, Akweleze uh, storya. If you want to have a happy home, uh, the woman must be happy. Happy, happy I'm wife, happy home. Happy wife, happy happy home. They didn't explain what it means by having a wife. You see, them they just they they took that saying in any other. Yani, I don't know how they took it, man. Like literally, me, me or I, I don't I, I I don't blame the church, but how would your wife submit to a church that you don't even go to? And then she comes back and tell you, hey, you know, mm. Father Nani said this and this and this, and you're all over there. I'm like, okay, if she, if he said, if he said, I mean, the, our dad never took charge. That's why most of us are fucked up because we thought our mom was the deal. We thought our dads were not supposed to relate with us. Mm-hmm. But the moment initiation was taken off, now a, a kid reaches adolescence. Who's taking care of that kid? Who's taking care of that boy child? The mom. Where is the dad? The dad is coming at you. Oh, you know, I had to put, I, I, I had to put, uh, um, I had to give you money, put food on the table. Uh, are, are you saying? But, uh, are, are you saying, King D? Are you saying that um, there was no handover from the mother? You know, the mom is supposed to hand over the small boy to the men so that the men the can. Yes. So the man can now raise the boy. There was no handover. Yeah, the boy reaches adolescence. Now the mother brings brings him close. Mm-hmm. The boy wants to go fuck around. You know your dad would understand that, but the mother would never allow that. You bring a girlfriend. The mother just sees the future. Okay, I know she's gonna hurt me, but fuck you, man. You know, like don't bring your ways of thinking into my woman because you are the one now who's forcing me to marry someone like you. Now, if, if you would have handed me to my dad, my mm. dad would have... You see, eh, but you didn't. And then, let me not blame you alone. My dad didn't allow you to hand me over. You see, he was too busy giving us to the corporate. My mom here was too busy trying to be the perfect woman that we don't even know what a perfect woman is no more. You can't come and tell me that your perfect woman can should cook, should do what. Now, if they can do all those things and they're toxic, now they ah, yeah, it may cook for you. I do all this for you. But you're toxic too. 
So now I want I I have to overlook the fact that <laughs> you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> and because because you can cook for me. And you can clean and you can do all this shit. <laughs> and because you can clean and do oh, bro. <laughs> I, uh, King D, hold up, hold up, hold up, King D, King D. That, don't, don't leave, don't leave. I, li- I like your way of thinking, man. King D is one of my good friends, man. One of my very good friends. We started Drug Radio with him. He's a, he's a, he's a very intelligent human being. Ah, oh, man, thank you very much, King D. Come on, okay, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? We can hear you, yes. Okay, so my point was, in most African homes, I noticed, like, uh, your mom and your wife will never be in, be in, be in good terms. Uh, why is that? This shit is true. And, uh, like, for example, in my family, I've experienced, like, uh, my grandmother and my uncles, like, uh, the wives, they are never in good terms at all, at all, at all, up to, up to date. You know, another thing, uh, if, if uh, most of the parents, they will actually tell you, you know, I did this for you, I did this for you. Mm-hmm. Like, this one was their role. This one was their role. I did not choose to be born. You know? Man, I need to get. Uh... I will only assist you if I'm in a position to, but don't expect it. Uh, anytime you want me to assist you, I will be able to assist. Sometimes maybe I'm not good financially. Sometimes maybe I'm struggling with my own issues. You know. Ah, uh, hear you. I hear then, you. Then another thing, if you decide to move in with a woman as a man, mm. keep your family and uh, relatives out of it. It's a relationship. Yes. Okay, we hear you. We hear you. Thank, thank you, Kamau. Thank you, Kamau. Okay, boy next door, are you there? Uh, do you agree? Is, uh, is your mother sabotaging your relationship? Is your mother sabotaging your relationship? Shit. Man, you guys are having points this morning. I see LeBron is there. LeBron, are you there? Hello, Andrew. I'm, I'm here. Oh, boy next door. Jump on this one quick first. Jumbo, 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 Andrew. Yo, what's up, man? Uh, thanks, man. Um, I think I agree fully, hundred percent, with King King D. Yeah. Um, our our fathers never did a handover. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I, fully, I I understand that you know those those, those our mother, most of our mothers were well, those mothers who when they look at you you freak out yeah yeah so uh, that has never left most some of us. Uh, up to now. So she now brings up an issue, oh, you should not do this and that. We still freak out. We still have that kafia in us uh, that you, 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 you can, you can you, your mother is always right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, for my case, uh, my mom has, uh, I love her, yes, but uh, my mom is is not a very, very good person, as I say, according to uh, the way I've analyzed her, what, what she's been doing uh, to me personally, especially uh, towards uh, my relationships. What do you mean? Uh, this, uh, this is because um, every time I try to introduce a girl to her, like, okay, mom, this person I, I'm, I'm planning to, you know, settle down with, them. she brings up an issue. Oh, you, 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 you not, you've not done this, you've not done that. I mean, she, she keeps on trying to postpone the process, mm. uh, which also pushes the, the people who are with, uh, who are close to me aside because now Chile is ready for to settle and you you still want to do a b c d and you cannot explain to her uh, why you cannot do uh, why you want to postpone our issue and concentrate on your mom's projects or your mom's uh, ideas so are you, so are you saying are you saying your mom brings up uh, shit that uh, you should not be handling as a man 
as a man, not now. I mean, it's not a priority for me right now. Okay, okay. Mm. Uh, and and she uses uh, that mother figure to control. I mean, mm. to cajole me mm. to do things her way, to do things according to her plans. You 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 understand that? Mm. Uh, and I, I came to understand uh, very very clearly because. Okay, my dad passed away like uh, a few years ago, and now I'm kind of the last son, uh, kind of younger. The other ones are older and have bigger families, have older children. But now me, I'm being pressed down to stick around, stick around, with, stick around me. So don't go away. You know, that, that's the narrative that I'm getting. You, you know, uh, she keeps on postponing my progress, especially the relationships. And the reason being, she wants me to stick around her. You get. I hear you, bro. I hear you. I hear you. And, uh, and, and, and it's very, very, it's actually very, very, I've never stood up to tell her that, but um, it's very, it's very unfortunate, by the way. Um, very many, very, very many men are suffering this uh, silently because now we respect our mothers. We don't want to hurt them. You don't want to give them pressure, you know, that kind of shit. But uh, uh, truth be told, Many of us are silently single and hurting and have left good people uh, go away because of our mother. Shit, shit. Boy next door. Fucking hell. Thank you. Very, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for giving us that point. Let me bring in LeBron. LeBron, are you there? LeBron or LeBron or LeBron. LeBron. LeBron is... Uh, Hello. I'm here. Yes, LeBron. What's up? So, uh, man, uh, such a nice topic, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, personally, I've been such a mess, man. Not once, not twice, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm that guy who's raised by an alpha by an alpha widow. You know? My father died 22 years ago. And man, being raised by a mother, so such a loving mother, but very overprotective, you know. Mm-hmm. When I got at, a pl- at an age whereby I had to find a girlfriend, you know, I've had so many girlfriends, but at the time I brought one home and introduced the girlfriend to my mother. And over time, I realized this girl, she's having, she's a single mother, but I didn't know that. She was trying to hide that. Because, you know, I've got this principle, man. I should never date single mothers, you know? You. The emotional baggage that comes with it. Yeah? Yeah. So um, my mom, you know, when I introduced this girl to my mother, this girl was working and uh, she had some shit shit money and uh, she used to spoil my mom man she would buy her budget man shopping a very good shopping and over time when i realized this lady is a single mother she told my mother you know i'm not going to be this lady again i know i have to find another lady the reason is why my mother tells me you know despite that she's a single mother that's, that does not validate your point. You know, I married your father when I was having another son. You know, I'm the last born in my family. My mother came with another boy, the first born now. And my mother was trying to justify it. You know, I came with another son uh-huh. to your dad, and we have lived so well until your dad passed away. And I'm like, no, mom, you know, I can do that. And I feel like women are just the same, man. There's no difference whether your mother or what. My mother feels so much upset, you know, because this lady was spoiling her. She's like, no, this ah, lady should not let her go. Ah. And I realized over time, man, the kind of friendship these people had developed, they were talking behind me, you know, to an extent whereby 
My mother is asking this lady, how is my performance on bed, man? <laughs> how do I do this thing? Very stupid oh, thing, man. man. And I realized that later. I had to dumb that lady and tell her, man, we can't do like that. And over time, over time, I realized that uh, my mom was very much upset with me. And that brought some issues between me and her. Mm. So since that time, I realized that uh, when I'm in a relationship with a girl, I'm the one to take full control in everything. As far as I've got to take care of my mother, her being a widow and support her. A boundary, a very strict boundary between my relationship and my mother. I realized that mothers... Man, LeBron seems to be breaking up. Oh, LeBron has some good points, some very good points. He say, I think what he was trying to say, no, I think what he said is, there was like a, a partnership that was formed between his mother and his girlfriend because the girlfriend used to, to try and bribe the mom and that worked. And they would now work, they are working now together in unison against him to make sure that this guy stays in the same place. Some bullshit. El Bajong, El Bajong, are you there? Ratimba. Yes, Kibbe. Talk to us, bro. Yes, so <laughs> over the so many years of animation, it's a good Sorry? Way back from I was brought up in a village. Mm-hmm. Village set up where one, most men died in their early ages. So we all had women remaining around. So you find that it is not just your relation between you and uh, your partner. These people interfere with relationship across, even with you and your brothers. Mm-hmm. For example, there are cousins we don't get along because what our mothers planted in our heads. They are telling you, uh, don't relate with these people. Uh, they have these issues and so mothers are generally I think when a boy reaches something like eleven years old, it should just start to relate with men. Mm-hmm. The whole of last year, uh, not the whole of last year, this year, the whole of twenty twenty one. What I've been doing is touching for my mom, and uh, at thirty three, you can imagine. But I'm glad uh, I've been listening to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so. So far, it is a success. We are, we we have those borderlines, and uh, uh, I've, I've 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 lost two marriages because of that relationship. No way! No way! Yes, I'm I'm actually divorcing by April. It will be done. God damn! My second. Yes. Fuck! But I'm glad we are here to build each other. We we will we'll, we'll have conquered this thing. We shall conquer, bro. We shall conquer. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Ratimba is here. He says uh, he has been dealing with this. He's thirty-three years old. As he's dealing with it to a point where that he's now breaking up his second marriage because of the same bullshit. Yes, man. Ratimba, just hold on. We shall get, I shall get back to you. But thank for this space, sir. All right, man. I appreciate you. David, are you there? David Kim. Yes. Hi, Kibi. You want to jump on this? Yes, I'm jumping on this. I'm, I'm in uh, Kilifi. Oh, how is Kilifi? Kilifi is good. Sasa, ah. I'll tell you what will happen of, uh, on this story. This is a good story. It's a very good, important conversation. Uh, 
um, what will happen over Christmas in many homes and many homestays yeah. is that many guys will go home to visit their parents and they will give more money to their mothers than they will to them. They will do what? Story, yeah. They they will do what? They will give more money to their mothers than they will give to their fathers. Their father will be given a hundred bob like this. I am there, she got this like this. Mother will be taken candle, given a thou or two thou, you know, mm-hmm. like that. It happens all the time. It's the same problem of manipulation by women. It's the same thing. It's the same thing you're discussing. How these people are able to alienate you from your dad, alienate you from your relationships, you know? It's the same thing. Ask yourself how your father put you through school, uh, took you, took care of your bills, put a roof over your head, and all... Man, David, where, is it? where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at, David? Where are you at? Oh man, as David recollects himself, maybe he's on a boat in Kilifi. Yasin, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Kibe. Yasin, morning. Morning, how are you? You want to jump on this? Our mothers sabotaging their son's relationship. David, when you come back, we shall get back to you. Uh, Yasin, just jump on this one quick first. Yes, I totally agree. Uh, this thing has been happening actually for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kibe, first of all, actually... I know the ladies today, they are celebrating you. Oh, why? <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, and there's no one to back them up. Uh-huh. Me, I'll blame the men. You'll blame the men. You, so you're taking this, King D's uh, angle. This cycle has been going for long. Yes, this cycle has been going for so long, mm-hmm. and we're the only ones who can stop it. Because if the man of the house, the father, can step in, then he can stop all this from the word go. Because if you see this mother, whatever she's doing, eh, sabotaging the son's relationship, is because the father is puny and he's just there quiet, doing nothing. Because all this happening, I'm very sure he's seeing. So he's supposed to step in. He's supposed to actually defend the son. I've seen a lady who was married, actually a friend of mine, childhood friend, who was married uh, in uh, Western. But just because of the different tribe she comes from, mm-hmm. she was being mistreated by the mother-in-law to the point the mother-in-law brought another lady so that the son can take on or can marry. Yeah. And at the end of the day, she couldn't take it anymore. Uh-huh. So my point, I'll stop with this. I'll finish up. We as men, we need to stop. We need to stop being puny. We need to stand up. From the moment you're choosing your wife, because that wife will be the mother of your kids, from that point, we need to stop actually being letting ladies and our wives control us or be the men of the house. Well, we well. need to stand up. Well, That's well, 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 well. Yasin, Yasin has good points. Um, it, it is it is becoming very clear that um, the failure in this this uh, mother sabotaging their son's relationship, unless she's a single mother, 
the most of the burden goes back to the man because he allowed this woman to have a free reign in that house, just like uh, King D and Yasin have said. I am seeing it now. I'm now starting to see. I can now see where my, my father dropped the ball because he should have put a stop to that shit of women engaging with their sons beyond a certain age. Women need to stop engaging with their sons beyond a certain age. Stop it. You're now babying him. You're now making him like he's your boyfriend. You know, even when men, uh, when boys would get circumcised in the Kikuyu tradition, he would be told, we do not want to see you anymore hanging out with girls or women. And if they did see you doing that, then they would know there's something wrong with you and they would beat the shit out of you. Uh, Lydia, Edna, are you here? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving me the chance. No worries, Lydia. Um... Uh, I'm a mother, and I think that I'm hearing the complaints of men, and I'm preparing to take care of my sons well because I have quite a number of sons. Oh, I'm not saying I just want to be. <laughs> as, there's something, as, a, as a daughter-in-law, there are things I've gone through that I really don't want to go to, but I really want to address men personally. Uh-huh. As you men are complaining, you men are complaining, your mothers are sabotaging your relationship. That bit of sabotaging relationship, I really don't like it personally. But men have let this generation down. Mm-hmm. As much as we are going to talk, why have they let them down? You know, women are seriously emotional. We leave our children, you've left this aunt with us. We are there carrying them in our wounds. We give back to them. It is our responsibility. It is us they see. They wake up in the morning. They wake up to their moms. They, they go to sleep. They go to sleep with their moms. They have their emotional issues. The person they come to who is close is their mom. So the dad is not there to train this boy to be a man. The men are not there. The men are absent. And after being absent and allowing the women to raise up the sons, yeah. the sons will have to depend on them. So if men could take their responsibility, properly take their responsibility as men, and be there to mentor, to mentor their sons, we will not be having this shit we are having today. And another thing, let's just say it. We have a lot of girl-child things, but we don't have things to do with boy-child. So the boy child is left hanging. Nobody is really concerned. They don't know what about relationship. Even after you've gotten these this marriages, you are talking to us about you want to be married, you want to be dependent. Yes, you're going to be married. But you're going to raise up a son that will still be dependent on your wife just as you are. Let me just tell you the truth. Because you're going to get into that marriage. You don't you don't even know you're going to take care of your son because you're not you are you're never taken care of by your father. All your father did was pay your school fees, buy school uniforms. And that is all he did. Who was coming to visit you was your mom. Who was there listening to you was your mom. When you were sick, it was your mom. And that emotional attachment comes because your mom was always there for you. So that is one when it now comes. And another thing that comes when now you're getting married, we already, we already have this notion as women. I'm a woman. When any lady is coming into a marriage, we come with this notion of mothers-in-laws are bad. So you've got also to be very careful. Mothers have got their weaknesses, and these women being married also have got their weaknesses. They, they are coming like they're, they're ready to fight with their mom. Remember, this woman has got an attachment with you for 30 years. She may have good advice. We cannot just say that every advice your mom will give is wrong. If she's a good mom, if she's a good mom, she should be able to love. Like me, I'm saying I only have one daughter. Out of them, I've got two boys. 
and I've been praying to God. I'm born again. I've been praying to God to help me to love my daughters-in-laws like nonsense because they're the daughters I'll be having and to take care of them. Let me tell you, man, if you are never taken care of well, you will not be able to take care of your sons well and you will hand over the same button that you've been handed over and your sons will hand those wrong buttons to their sons and the cycle will continue. So let the men rise up and be men. And being a man does not mean you get arrogant and you're ruling your family with an iron fist. Being a man means you're responsible. Be there for your wife emotionally. Be there for your children. Teach them the right stuff, you know, train them in the right way and tell them how they should do these things, how they should enter into relationship and these things. Just train them. But if you are absent, even if today you rebel from your mom, you get married and you become a re, a, an absent father tomorrow, your son will still be controlled by your by your, by, by your, by your wife. Okay. And that son of yours will go back to children who will be controlled by their wives and the cycle will continue. So men, before you blame the women and your mothers and Say you want to be <laughs> Okay, Lydia. Lydia, Lydia has given us a mouthful. She's told us, men, behave yourselves. If you men were in the uh-huh. family and raising the family like you're supposed to be, then this bullshit would not be continuing. Lydia, that's a very good point, very strong point. I, pre- I appreciate your point of view. Now, Lydia, hold on. I shall get. I shall get back to you. It is okay. Thank you so much for the time. All right, Elba Jong. I'll give you one more chance before I jump to long strokes from Mombasa. Elba Jong, are you there? Elba Jong, are you there? Elba Jong seems to have disappeared. Long strokes from Mombasa. Welcome to the show. Yo. Hey, what's up? Bro, just just jump into it. Go say hi to your nyanye. Nobody has time, brother. Jump into it quick first. <laughs> so, okay, there's a two-way thing. Uh-huh. When it comes to uh, whatever you're talking about today, yeah? Mm. One is we are dealing with something called WMS, which means weak men syndrome. Okay. Yeah, men who don't know what they are they are dealing with when it comes to relationships, mm-hmm. and I wonder why such men would go even trying to get married. Okay. As a man, when you're weak, you'll allow any woman to control you. Any woman, meaning even your mom. You know, and when when. Such men come, uh, go having women controlling them. They end up even losing themselves when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. I have a guy who's divorced uh, the wife because of the mother. The guy chased away the, the, the wife. I don't know if it was a financial problem. But <clears throat> going to the other way, I see, I, I, I think women see us as a, I don't know, fat pockets or something. Because the way women see us as men, Mm. is uh, something to benefit from. And when they see us as something to benefit from, it means the mother wants to benefit, the woman, your wife, wants to benefit from you. All of them want to pick something or gain something from you. And when the wife thinks, oh, the mom is getting a lot of attention from, from this uh, person, the mother wants the same. The, wa- the mother wants attention. The mother wants love. Wife wants the same. So in a conflict, everyone wants the, the same. And when the man is weak, the man won't know what to do about it. So what happens? Because the mother, they, they believe that blood is thicker than water or blood is thicker than semen, the boy ends up uh, picking the mom. 
what happens to relationship relationship in Aisha right hivyo so instead of men speaking uh, men thinking about how mothers are sabotaging their sons men I, I just think men should just man up so kila mwanaume asimame mwanaume amke yani So long strokes you say the problem is back to the men it's not a woman's problem it's a man's weak men syndrome weak men syndrome bro wanaume melala huko njo wanaume ni kama dem bro just complaining all the time i what up long strokes what up long strokes i want to bring in george george are you there george are you there I am here sorry I had unmuted I had muted my mic. All right, so all before right. I before I give you a very sad story mm-hmm. I want to encourage everybody to participate in this discourse get your get your views heard because when this thing is recorded and it's a week later a month later or a year later it's your input that is going to matter what the headline was. Now here is the saddest story you ever hear in your life. I have a cousin who is slightly younger than me and when he was ready to get married he took a girl to his mom mm-hmm. and at the time the mom this my cousin's relationship my cousin's parents relationship was going sideways so the mother had seen the future without the husband mm-hmm. and he had and and she has two sons so what did she do she manipulated my cousin the girl he took to her the mother said oh no 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 i don't want you to marry from that tribe mm-hmm. and the boy never got married the parents divorced the woman was left by herself as much as she had planned and now this boy became the direct line of her support and completely manipulated that particular boy to disconnect in relationship with the father so he he goes to uh, out of the country for over 20 years the only connection he has is with his mother mm-hmm. never never talks to his father never married 25 years later he comes back the mother dies mm-hmm. we meet at the mother's funeral and he had brought the girl that he was supposed to marry the girl had already moved on married somebody else and he is still stuck there in his 40s unmarried the mother milked all his youth distracted his youthful years uh discouraged him from getting married literally damaged him whether he knows this or he doesn't know this i don't know and the worst part that she did was destroy the relationship with the father so the guy had no male guidance to open his eyes to see something different he bought into the lie of 
whatever was going on between 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 his parents, which was none of his business, mm. and he sided with the mother, and the mother was doing this specifically for her to have a retirement plan from the son. The, and the, what you call in your shows the unholy relationship between mother and son. Mm-hmm. And now the mother is gone, and, the... and he is he is in his mid forties, unmarried, is to make matters worse. After the funeral, he was trying to fight the woman whom his father married <laughs> after divorcing with uh, the mother at the funeral. So this is how God. blind this is how blind this guy is or was. I have not talked to him in the last you know, few months, so I don't know if he opened his my eyes. But that is the saddest. Um, repercussion of what we are discussing here there is a whole life that would have happened that will not happen and has not happened god damn god damn god damn do not do not fall in that same bullshit g, g i want to keep you here don't, don't move slick are you here did you hear that story george has just given us ah huh? slick Man, just imagine spending all your life. Your mom passes on. She's gone to be with her, her maker. And she's left you as an emotional wreck. You're just a useless human being walking this earth, still holding on to your mom, fighting your father's choices. That is some bullshit. Uh, Slick, if, I'll give you one chance uh, to talk if you're here. If you're not, then I'll jump to Kevin Omolo. Kevin Mo- Omolo, are you there? Yes, Yes, Kevin. Uh, in- Thank you. Uh, in this discussion, I'll say throw back the ball to the man. Okay. We have the relationship of their sons and their daughters. But you find nowadays, men are so clicked to their mothers, where everything, when the mother says something, that is it, and it's final. You find they even that their wife in this relationship, because it is, as a man, you should ensure that you hold your family. The moment you are now leaning everything much to your your, your mother, remember your, your lady who is, the, who is your wife, We'll always we'll feel that she's left out in this picture. And that's why many marriages are now breaking up because the lady will feel that I'm not given much attention, attention is given to the mother. I said, to hell with you, give your mother attention, let me get my way. So it is the man to stand up. It is you to stand with the family. Because the thing is, your mother is also a lady. She also has some sort of jealousy. She also needs something from you. So she'll also fight half space. So if you are a man, if you are not strong and firm enough, your family will break up. So this idea, mother sabotage relationship, it is real, but it's the weakness of the men that has led this to happen. What? Thank you. Thank you, Kevin Omolo. Kevin Omolo says it's the weakness of the men. Mothers sabotage their sons' relationships, but it, but, it has been allowed. Hey, it has been allowed by the by the men. The weakness of the men has allowed these women to do this to their boys. And uh, hey. Yes, uh, Slick, are you there? Uh, Slick has been trying to talk the whole time. Slick? Yes, I am. Sorry, my internet is shitty today. Go, go stand uh-huh. on the roof. <laughs> I might. Yeah. Just to get a point across. I heard George's story. Yes, I did. And that's very sad. Like, highly unfortunate. We need to laugh, guys. My contribution is coming from Longstruck's contribution. I was just about to say what he said earlier. I'm agreeing with him. You know, 
first, I would like to commend the men that are coming out here and admitting that they their mothers contribute. Like some of you do not even see that. Like your mama's boys, you're con you're complaining that the moms are too involved, and yet you go to them with every little thing you go through in your relationships. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my girlfriend did this. Oh, my wife did this. Oh, sort it out in your house, guy. Why are you going to your mom all the damn time? And no, you're pointing out your wife's weaknesses to your mom like your mom doesn't have weaknesses of her own. So you're going to put your wife on the spotlight instead of you defending her. And then in the actual sense, your mom is going to come with all these negative comments like, oh, why would your wife do that? You see why I told you she was a bad person. In the end, your relationship is slowly detaching from your wife and getting closer to your mom because you're already close to your mom. It's the one that you're with in with your wife that you're supposed to work on but you keep exposing her and throwing her under the bus to your people and in the end your mom is going to sabotage you like no man's business like for Africa like yes man up guy whoa. thank you whoa 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 oh, Slick, uh, uh, Slick says we as men are mama's boys and we keep going to our mother's back to our mothers with every small issue that is happening in our lives, especially in our relationships. And, uh, of course, she has her own weaknesses. She's a woman. She has gone through all this shit. So you do not expect her to give you anything. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man, it, it, the conversation Yo, is... Wait, long strokes. You want to talk, you have to put up your hand like we're in class. Long strokes. Don't just jump oh. in here like it's a toilet. The thing is this. The conversation today is, are mothers sabotaging their sons' relationships? Now, what is coming out clear is that as much as they are doing that, the weakness in the man is, is showing. The weakness in the man is showing, which is, which is very different from what I thought would be this discussion. The weakness in the man. When I look back at my family and I realize my dad was weak as fuck, and before I, I go uh, making all the noise and saying my mom was this and that, my dad needs to get his own whips. He needs to receive whips. Now, uh, boy next door, are you there? Uh, yep, Andy. Um, I, I, want, I want to just, just jump in, in, in the persons who are claiming that men, the actual men who are going through this are their weakness. Because uh, what happens in this scenario is the fact that our mothers, you know, try to kind of blackmail us into doing things on, in their own plan. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they come up with something and then they claim that, oh, I did this, now you're doing this to me, you know? So in your heart, in your conscience, you, you feel like uh, you're not doing the right thing, you know? And in the end, slowly by slowly, you find yourself uh, warming up to her, her demands. So it is not actually a weakness, but it's a, it's just a way that, you know, she's your mother. At the end of the day, she is your mother. You cannot erase that. But now, uh, the fact that she is using that position to cajole you, to blackmail, you know, to blackmail you into doing things her own way. That is the wrong thing. That's the toxicity that we are talking about. It's not the, the fact that we, 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 we are doing their way, but they use their positions to to make us to convince us in a in a crooked way to manipulate us for, for word, to to make us do things their their way. You, you understand, Andy? So I, it's I not understand. kind of a weakness. 
It is not a weakness, but it's uh, the way they do it. Okay. It's, 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 yeah. Okay, boy. Next door, I get you. I get you. Um, I, 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 I seem to understand you. I, I'm, I'm also seeing a trend here, uh, babe. I want you to get ready just to say something. Uh, I, I, I'm seeing a, uh, I'm seeing a problem here. I'm seeing maybe, maybe as men, we are allowing our sons to stay with their mothers longer than they should. We need to pluck out those boys once they get to the, once they, once they are transitioning from boy to man. We need to get that boy out of there because this one cannot remain under a woman's uh, guidance, and he's a man now. Uh, yes, uh, that we shall have that discussion, babe. Are you there? Uh, I'll get to you, Yasin and George, in a minute, uh, and Longstros as well. Yeah, sure. I don't. I have. I don't have much to say. Just a little, though. How are you? Hope you're good. Everybody is good. I'm fine. Anyway, back to the topic. A mother sabotaging their son's relationship. Actually, it's their sons sabotaging their own fucking relationships. That's just it. Because honestly, there's no way Kibe will come tell you, hey, Kibe, you know, this friend of mine is doing this and that. At the end of the day, you being my friend, you will always be on my side. Atakama, it's me who is, you know, on the wrong. The same case. So I go to my mom as a man and tell my mom, oh, you know, my wife is doing this and that. You don't expect her to support her. To support her. First of all, they say, I don't know what this phrase they use, but the sons G with the mothers are G the first love award, whatever they say. So in the so so the mother is feeling like once the woman comes in like she's overtaking, like the wife is coming to overtake the love that you know the boy was giving to her, there is always a fight, first of all, about that. So and then you come now, you're giving the boys stress. Ooh, you're going to face it rough. So I feel like if the boys don't tell their mamas, like, what's going on, I feel like their relationships would be way better. Because I don't feel like it's right to tell your mom everything. You know, she's a human being. You are a human being on the other hand. Just the same way. I keep telling my mom or go tell my dad, hey, you see this guy married? He keeps doing this and that. You don't expect that to sit right with my dad. So it's just the same way. If you want your relationship to last, keep it off your family's business. Don't tell your mom shit. Don't tell your parents shit about your spouse. If Unless it's now escalating or it's being toxic to a point that it's affecting you real bad, then you can open up. But these petty, petty things, you know, they will always hold a grudge against him. So that's just it. Mothers are not sabotaging anything. The boys need to man up and do their own shit and deal with their family family problems. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Babe, today has been very, very balanced in the way she is talking. She's not one-sided like yesterday or the day before. Thank you, babe. <laughs> Thank you, babe, for, for giving us... You know, yeah, it's coming out clear. It's coming out clear. We sh- I think today we shall have a, a, a good ending to this discussion. Man, man, man. Who is here? I see... Uh, Oh, Yasin, you you have something to say, George? Uh, be ready. Yasin is uh, coming up next. Yasin, what's up? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll start, Hello, everybody. Uh, I'd like to say uh, first uh, on uh, response to what Lydia said about absentee fathers, and uh, this is what I was telling you, Kibe. We need all this cycle can be stopped by men choosing wisely who are going to be the mother to their kids, because. Absentee father mostly, in some cases, yes, it's a different story, but in most cases, these women that mm. we call our wives make it unbearable to the point I've seen, actually, I used to see 
uh, when I was young, uh, growing up, I used to see uh, old people when they come from work, they don't go straight home, they go to the bar first, uh, take a few drinks, you know, until around 11 or 12, then go home. Mm -hmm. In the morning, they'll be the first one to leave, you see. Yeah. So this wife has made it unbearable to the point that this, this guy doesn't want to stay in that house, you know. Yani he's avoiding all attacking kukakwayo nyumba because it's just unbearable. You get? So their wives should also help, you know. Actually, the about something that I was a uh, decision that I'd made in my life. My mom disowned me. She told me, I do not want to see you actually from today henceforth. Uh, I told her, no, me, I have nothing against you. Actually, I don't mean to disrespect you, but it's my life. The decision I've made, it's mine. Yes. And I have nothing against you, nothing about her. After a while, you know, she still came around and uh, she accepted me for whatever decision I'd made in here and she was okay with it. So also men, you need to stop being blackmailed, even if she's your mom. This is your life at the end of the day. She did her part, you need to step up. Bottom I... line, men, choose wisely. Thank you, thank, thank the you. mother of your kids is going to be. Thank you, Yasin. Choose wisely who you're, the mother of your kid will be. Mr. JF, uh, before we get to you, George, Mr. JF, you, you have something to say? Uh, I want to say that uh, we have every, uh, everybody has to be clear that if you are a man, not a boy that, that has to be uh, running every time to your mom and, and telling everything to her, if you are a man, you have to be clear that you have to take your decisions. One thing is to go with your mother and asking for a counsel uh, as you ask to a friend. And one and another thing is to have limitations. You have to you need to put limits on your life, on your relationship, on everything you do. Uh, and that and that's including your parents. Everybody else that's close to you. Within your relationship, you have to put limits. Within these limits, you have to be you and your wife. Outside those boundaries, nobody, nobody, nobody can come in. Just as as it as its places, and to and to to get involved and to take decisions. To to no, you 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 can't permit that because you are supposed to be a man. You are supposed to be an adult. And and life, it's a, it's about about it. Limitations. You have to put limitations. Okay, Mr. JF says you have to put limitations and uh, do not allow people to come into your life the way they want. Your life is not a toilet. They should not just walk in and out. George, quick fast. What do you have to say? Quick fast. Um, uh, and I still want to remind everybody, I, we really would enjoy everybody's participation in this in these forums. Um, turn your microphone, tell us something. I want to piggyback on what a uh, boy next door said, which is very important. When boys are growing up, they have that natural instinct to please a woman. And when that is happening, and you, you can look back and see kids in, in elementary school, they, when they are in school, they are taught to write, uh, you know, sweet letters, maybe it's Valentine or Mother's Day. They write sweet letters, and when they bring it to the mother, the mother really shows them how much they appreciate that. And when the kids, especially boys, when they see that, they connect with that instinct. Oh, so this is how you please a woman. Mm -hmm. Which is why 
we need to get the boys away from their mother as soon as possible so that that natural instinct to please a woman is not directed to the mother but in a constructive way how to handle a girlfriend and how to create a constructive healthy relationship with a girl and eventually a mate in in later life why 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 oh man you've you've taken me back g i remember how we used to write those letters and you would uh, be told just pluck some flowers and take to your mother and you do this shit and you do nothing for your dad oh man uh, you you have you have a good point good point today we have some very sensible people on this uh, on this stream ralph goge are you there ralph goge quick fast i don't know where ralph goge is he keep connecting and disconnecting uh, I see Long Strokes really wants to jump onto this one. Long Strokes, quick, fast, and don't give us long stories. Yo, so um, whatever I wanted to say was, uh, ah. why isn't everyone else thinking thinking it uh, from another view? Because I believe no one knows a thief better than another thief, you know? Mm-hmm. No one knows a prostitute better than another prostitute. So if I'm a player right now, as a man, if I'm a player, if I if my son wants to get married or if my daughter wants to get married, and she brings in an, uh, another man, I'll definitely know whether this guy is a player or not because I was once there, you know. So mm-hmm. I think even mothers see see the bad side of these wives that you're marrying. Just that some of us do not like to admit that. But I think our mothers are seeing if this is a prostitute. Ah, me I was doing this while I was hanging. Uh, eh? I was doing this while I was a clande. That's why the mother is trying to protect you as a son because how only, you know, even even though she lived longer than you, she knows all these things better than you. She's been hanging uh, before a meona is resorted. So she, she's also trying to protect you as a man because anaona una pain and you're going the wrong way. Long strokes, long strokes, long strokes. Are women's the one, sorry, women's, hey. Are ladies the ones who offer protection, or is it the men? It's the men. But then if you fail, who's going to, to try and stand up for you? Remember, she's your mother. She believes that, that everything that's happening to you must not, if it's bad, it's not supposed to get to you directly. Maybe it passes through her. So her intentions, to you. Her intentions that, are good. Is that what uh, you're saying? Eh, some of these mothers' intentions are very nice, you guys. Because our Kiangalia... Some of these women don't like being corrected. You understand? Hataki mm. kuambiwa kitu. The woman, bro, this is a serious story. Wacha zile masori zangu. Bro yangu walikuwa naenda kuoa juzi. And my mom and my dad walikataa huyo dem. And my bro ilibidi drop huyo dem. How old is you your, how old is your bro? My mom since My bro is uh, 30, 34, you guys. Tell, tell him to come to me. I need to whip the shit out of him. Because this guy, no, I believe one thing. How is a 34-year-old man being told what to do by his parents like he's a child? No, it happened after after Brua may travel and abroad. Eh? Then this woman started misbehaving. So dad was like, hey, we are partner. We can't let this happen. So dad had to step up. He gave Brua 
this woman should come out of your life otherwise you're going to fail terribly man, bro you be drop bro quick pass your, your your family is puny that's a puny move i a long strokes hold up hold up i need to get uh ralph goge and moafrica to jump into this one ralph are you there moafrica are you there hey, i'm here i'm here i'm here bro okay ralph jump into this one quick fast what's up first thing first um women have known um, uh, have always manipulated their children from a long time from a very small age mm-hmm. and men have one uh, and men have allowed it one of the things they always do is that children me, uh, uh, mothers will always stay with their sons in the ki- we, generally these are child thing with their children everywhere and they and they sell small bits of things to the children from a very young age babako na kwa in 10 years you already have an attitude towards your father babako kazi yake ni kulewa let me tell you your dad comes home drunk yes but he brings a quarter piece of meat you you're never reminded of the meat he brought you only reminded how how drunk he was you only realize this when you're that old yeah just hold on just hold on what, what noise is that at the background bro we can't hear you Oh, you can. Oh, it's my sixpence. Oh, chill out. Uh, yeah. So now, now, <clears throat> your, your, uh, for example, when we are going to school, when your dad, when you ask your dad for money, your dad tells you, you ask for five hundred, your dad tells you, no, I'll give you two hundred. That night later, your mother will blackmail your father somehow and get some money from you. Then when you're leaving, your mom gives you the difference. Then you think your mom is a star. This thing cuts across everywhere until you're old. Then you become you you become um, alienated to your father. That is why at all age, most of us can not relate to our fathers. Today, the men need to take up the mantle. Uh, every father, every man who is willing to become a star, a father here should start kidnapping their kids by kidnapping is a soft word you come in the, you come into your house take your kids you don't need to explain to anywhere where you, you're taking your kids have some time with your kids make it consistent so that your kids know who the fuck their father is so that when, when somebody comes and says that your father all your father does is drink remembers no my my dad took me for swimming my dad took me for lunch my dad did this for me give your kids experiences so that they are not manipulated now when your mother comes over to give you advice about your wife, please direct that woman to her house and use that advice on her husband. <laughs> All right? Uh, yes. Let her use that. Yes. Let her use that what? Advice to herself. Apeleke? Apeleke Another thing. Another thing. When you go for Christmas, use a divide and conquer method. Wait, chill out, my guy. Use a divide and conquer method. Uh, patia, patia wazazi wako pesa wakiona, unawapatia elfu moja. Wakiona. Then, ita mama kando, mpatia miambili. Alamu ita mzee kando, mpatia elfu mbili. My guy. Then everybody thinks they are sorted. Alright? Uh, div- Enjoy your Christmas, <laughs> motherfuckers. Divide and conquer. Uh, Mwafrika, are you there? Yes. <laughs> Mwafrika. Are you there? Ah, oh, man. He's been waiting for a long time. Let's give him a chance. More Africa, more Africa. I'm waiting to hear from Hello. you. Hello. More Africa, are you there? More Africa, are you there? I'm there. There is uh, some background noise. Can you there get There is uh, some background noise. Can you get rid of it? Okay, okay, okay. Hello. 
Get your sound right. Uh, who was who has been waiting here? Let's see. Uh, George, uh, Yasin, and uh, yeah, George, your hand was up, man. What, what did you want to say, George? George is, a, is asleep. No, uh, no, no, no. I was not asleep. I am. Uh, I was. Um, I was high-fiving the guy who was who was giving good food. <laughs> 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 uh, he said, uh, "Kidnap your children." You know, you know that, and and you know that, you know that for my life, uh, Andrew, uh, privately, you know, you know that's what I do with my son. Yeah, and it's such a great experience. As much as you can do, depending on your budget, depending on your uh, ability, just go out there and do the craziest things you can do with your son. And whether it's for two hours, or for twenty hours, or for five hours, those memories that are the ones that stick. The crazy things that I do with my son, like flying with a helicopter, mm. the mother would not join us at all. So if the choice if the choice was to be left for her at her comfort zone, yeah. then that that experience is completely out of the question. And then at a certain age there is no more enjoyment and the kid has overgrown that excitement mm-hmm. and you're going to the next one and then she comes and dumps her, her, her fears and, and her softness on, on the sun and slowly by slowly we are having a Kenodia and a Liam you know, in our hands and we don't know what to do about it. Oh man, man, man. Interesting, interesting way to look at it. Uh, the, the, who's this? The fun sole, the fun, the fun, hey, the fun, hey, hey, bro, should have an easier, easier name. Uh, you just joined us. The fun, the sun, the sun, and uh, Tinku, jump on this one quick first before we get rid of this stream, man. This has been an interesting stream. I've learned a lot today, man. It's rarely, rare that I say I've learned a lot. Rare that I learned a lot, but today I've learned something, man. Take, kidnap your children. Spend even two, three hours with them. Let them know who you really are. One day they will be there to say, no, 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 my father was not like you say he is. Man, Tinku, are you there? I'm there, Kibe. Talk to us, Tinku. Do you think our mothers are sabotaging their sons' relationships? Yes, uh, I will say it's true, and I will not blame them. They are just showing that they are women. Okay. But it's only a Kenozia. It's only a Kenozia who will accept that to happen to him. The moment you are over 18, you should be able to, to, make, a, to make a turn. This is the direction I want to follow when I want to marry. Because by the time you are seducing that woman, your mother was not there. Mm-hmm. You are the one who knows what you want in your house, in your future. Right? Yep. And by the time you get 18, you know very well, I don't want to simp. I'm going to make my rules, and that woman is going to stay by my rules. Kama ataki, akwende. It's me and my woman. Mama yangu, opinion yake, sawa. She's just proving that she's a woman. That is what I have to say. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, Tinku. Tinku says you once you get to 18, be a man. Everybody has their opinion. Your mother is just an opinion like any other. Interesting way to look at it. Thank you, Tinku. Uh, I've been telling men for the longest time, once you get to 18, just block your ears from everybody and do whatever the fuck you want to do. 
Uh, let's see if you can bring somebody else into this. Uh, we've had some wonderful speakers today. Who is this? Um, who am I seeing here? Um, man, you request and disappear. What happens there? That's, uh, that's interesting. Hello, Kibe. Oh, yes, Paul Mboya. Talk to us, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I think to make some contribution and start it as, at a formative age. Mali, I think, Shida in Anzia. Mm. One, where problem I see in Anzia, there is this word independence. I, I don't like it and I want to bring it up. Then there is another word of abusing a boy child or putting some words around them. Mm. And as kids grow up or boys grow up to be men, it, it affects them psychologically and it brings a problem. Now, many a times, a man's presence in a boy's child brings about this issue of detachment from emotions, which mm-hmm. the other gender already has a lot. Now, if a man starts building a lot of emotions at an early age, you start clinging on people and then you don't have this uh, self-standing or being able to be a voice of your own. And it affects people. Because you always want to cling on other people uh, uh, and find security on them instead of creating a secure environment for yourself. So by the time a boy grows up to be a man and you have a woman next to you, instead of being independent and thinking alone, you need to get from your mother's place and start your own life. You Mm -hmm. still find this guy, go back to ask the mother, what do I need to do? And the moment she will start making contributions about your house, things will go wrong. Because your wife or your girlfriend will look at you as a head figure, and then you take that responsibility to someone else, no, no, Mambia, or you tell her that my mom thinks otherwise. Mm-hmm. You will have a problem. Mm-hmm. You get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you will, also, you will also not be creative because you will wait for direction from another person. So you will not be this kind of go-getter the, the, women will say we want somebody who is a responsible figure. The moment you delegate that thing to another person going back to ask your mom, it becomes a problem. So, um, yes, they make a contribution without even knowing. We may not blame them, but without them knowing. First of all, they took out the father figure from the life of the children in the name of you don't make much contribution because now they are bringing money, but they're forgetting their things that are intangible that those fathers contribute to the life and the, 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 the um, competence of a boy child to be a man in the future. Some of them cannot be quantified. Some of them, you cannot touch them. Some of them cannot be expressed. You can't explain yeah. them. But, but when I tell you, be serious, then you know, uh, I think I need to think twice. So that, that's my thinking. Thank you, Paul Mboya. Paul, Paul Mboya has given us his way of thinking. Oh, man, you guys have given me a very interesting concepts. Dennis, are you there? Dennis? Yeah, good morning, everyone. Greetings to everyone. What's up, Dennis? Talk to yeah. us. Yo, everything is cool. I really like this topic you're talking about. Because I have um, a personal experience to share with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Ever since um, I completed my national service back in Ghana here in two, in 2017, it's like all the all my last three girlfriends, it's like my mom either directly or indirectly drove them away. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, I, it's like, I don't understand why my mom does that. Because last year, I'm, I'm, I just sent it one year. Okay. Just, just a few weeks ago. And I have a granddad who is, um, spent almost, um, one, uh, two thirds of his life in America. My grandfather was here. And my mom got married recently because he has been in the relationship for 28 years. So my granddad is a pastor. Mm-hmm. So when he came back, when he came back, he saw that there's the need for my mom to um, to get married with my stepdad. So my grandfather arranged everything even before he came back to Ghana for holidays in uh, October, November. So after my mom's marriage, one young guy in the family also introduced um, his woman to my granddad that uh, this is the woman she want, uh, he wants to marry. Uh, my grandfather said, that's good news. So after that, my granddad uh, sat me down and asked me, Dennis, um, I've been monitoring you from afar and, you know, you've never introduced a baby to me and you are 30 years as a grandson. And I was like, confused. I didn't know what, how to even start. I didn't know to tell my grandfather what my mom had been doing to me in my relationship. Do you know that I was dating a woman last year? A very nice, you know, natural girl. Mm-hmm. who is doing her own business. The guy is like, you know, if you see a marriage material, you will see. Every uh-huh. guy will testify. I was so madly in love with the guy that the guy, like, the guy is what's up. She knows everything about relationship. So when the lady started coming to my house, we dated like six months. So the lady will keep asking me, Dennis, when will you introduce me to your mom? So me, I was... I was not thinking that the lady wanted to confirm her relationship with me, like, is this forever? That's why she threatened me to see my mom or greet, just to greet my mom. And bro, can you imagine when the lady came out and um, the last time I went to see my mom, but my mom was showing some son that um, she didn't like the girl. And her reason was that some pastor has told her that the lady is coming from a very hard uh, family. Um, a very, I mean, I mean, had a, a family house. Like, it's like I'm not going to do well with the lady in life. So I will later even blame my mommy that she is the one not helping me in this life or something of that sort. So by the time I realized, I went to. Oh man, man, we've lost, we've lost uh, Dennis. Dennis, are you there? Oh man, has this hanged or what? Hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had. I'm just wondering, curious. Yeah, it's just get married. Just get married and inform her after after the marriage. What is she gonna oh, do? Yeah, it's very serious. It's very serious. Even... No, 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 no. Just go get married. Don't, you don't need a permission. Just go get married. Uh, let her know when it's when you've already married, and uh, uh, she will forgive you. I can tell you that for sure. And and I was even thinking that is it that my mommy don't have that? I mean, chance love for me. Because she got back, she got married. Uh, she got, uh, she gave birth to me when she was a teenager, and because of that, uh, I was sent to my my dad's home. So my my patrilineal grandmother was the one who brought me up. So because of school and you know other stuff, I got back to my mom's house after secondary school, right? And you know my mom got married to a stepfather and now they have about four children in addition to but the way my mom treats those um, siblings of mine it's like she treats them especially 
But me, it's like the kind of baby love is not there for me. So I don't know if that is why she's doing that to me. Or I don't even understand. I don't even then, understand. Dennis, did I hear you right that you said that uh, a pastor told your mom that mm-hmm. he, the pastor, could see the future of the mm-hmm. girlfriend, his family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that. Wow. But but even oh. if that one if, if if you put that one aside, what about what she did in twenty seventeen? Telling my girlfriend that I'm not having a job after national service. So the lady to go and come back when I get a job. What about that one too? Uh Dennis, what, one time I met I met I met an old man and he told me something about about money. This, this is an African way. Some people may hate it, but I'll tell it to you. He said, if you are a man and you want to make a decision once you're above 18, you actually, not in a bad way, you actually don't need so much of your mom's consent. But if your dad was available, you need more of support from him than your mom because you're supposed to, to make an independent decision. And then there's another thing that I, I, I've been realizing and I would wish to put it out. Um, many a times women have talked of men having ego and the like, but there's something I've come to realize. Men's ego shows up when a woman is around. Unfortunately, women have ego and it is like they've not realized it. And it shows up when another woman is around. So to me, what I think happens to your mom is she's going to lose you. And that's her greatest fear. She's going to lose you and sees your girlfriend or your wife as a competitor of getting the same love that she needs to get from you because you said you are given birth to at a very early age. And I think that's what is happening. And I've experienced that somehow uh, from a stepmother of mine. And I had a relationship. But she would be so bitter with this lady as if she was a co-wife. In the name of, she can, it is like she's, she was trying to complain, how can she have a better life, yet you're a son under my roof, I cannot get the same kind of care. So that kind of thing. So me, what I would think uh, that you need to do, if you're close to your grandfather, can you make your grandfather to be like your godfather and seek direction and consent from him? If you have a lady that you think is right, introduce that lady to your grandfather to help you get direction. Me, I think that's what is right. Then, when you have a stable family, take care of your mom. Don't leave her. Take care of her. But she will see your girlfriend as a co-wife, and it will be problem between her and your mom. But she will never tell you directly. So that's what I think. But something that I've come to realize, which I think all of us should get to notice, women also have an ego, but their ego rises when another woman is around. But a man's ego will come up when a woman is around, but not in front of other men. <laughs> because, you know, one good thing that men have, which is also very hard to detect, a man knows the other man's strength. And if they realize it, they just fold their tail. But women do not want to recognize the other woman's strength. It becomes a reason to fight. Yeah. 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 I understand you. So, okay. Gentlemen, th- th- thank you, Paul, Paul, Paul Boyer. Paul Boyer, th- that, that was very insightful. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, Dennis, on, on the other hand, if you've been listening, 
a lot of men have told you, or rather, I that what I got, uh, you were talking to Ralph at the, at the time, is that you need to just look for your balls somewhere and just put them back on your on your person. It's a high time you become a man. Stop uh, looking to your mother for anything, for anything at all, not for advice, not for direction. Paul has told you the best you can do right now is go to your grandfather. You might be shocked that some of us have sidelined our grandfathers and our, our fathers because we listened to our mothers and our mothers told us all this type of shit. Stop letting her have so much influence in your life. Go to your grandfather, go to your father, go to your uncle. There, there's a, something that kicks in every time a man is confronted by another man. The manhood in that man kicks in. Whether he's been lambistic or he's been useless all his life, there's a manhood that kicks in when another man needs him. Remember that man who has been, they've been trying to subdue that man, but he's somewhere in there. There's something that happens. Even your dad, he, as weak as he may be, if he's around, or your grandfather, as weak as he looks, there's something that happens if today you are to go and sit with him and tell him, listen, I'm in shit. I don't know how to get out of this. And I feel that my mom has been a very big influence in my life. You'll be shocked to find out that your grandfather has a way out for you. So Dennis, please do that. Uh, let us know how that goes. I would love to hear from you uh, when we get back okay. to this discussion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. All right. But I, I, I want to take note of what uh, our other brother said concerning, um, he was like a lady's ego. Um, sometimes I want to take note of that. Oh. Uh, can, can he repeat it for me? Uh, Paul, are you there? A woman. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. A lady's ego will kick in when another lady is around. Mm-hmm. That's why they have a lot of fights because they want to show their position. Well, well, well. Thank, thank you, guys. Let's let's not belabor the point too much. Okay. All right, uh, Dennis. Thank you, thank you for for contributing. I hope uh, we've helped you in 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 some way. Uh, we are yeah, all yeah. we are all helping one another here, trying to become better because we have uh, the next generation to raise. It is time. Thank you, well. It, it is time for men to wake up. I don't know, Festus Irongo, are you there? Uh, I see Kevin Omolo and Tinku are ready to talk, but let me, let me give Festus a chance. Festus Irongo. Okay, thank you, uh, Kibe. Uh, my issue is that most men want to be treated like Jacob, and many women are treating people like the way Rebecca treated their son. We have to be a sow. We go out and look for uh, those blessings. But most of us want to just uh, uh, be like Jacob. Everything comes for free. I, I agree with Tiku that a real man after 18, you go out. You go out and search for your money. You go out and seek for your freedom. You don't have to sit near the mother seeking for every advice. Because that's where the problem starts. Because the moment... Uh, you are near her, everything, you are in problem, you have to go and ask, I have this problem, I need your help. That's when they'll start controlling you. And we all know women are like Rebecca. So let's follow the tradition. I know we have, most of us have ignored the African tradition. Most of the boys, when they reached 12, they'll be taken to their dingiras, which is no longer happening. And that's why you see uh, most men are being controlled because you are that and you're still staying with your parent. You're staying with your mom. How would you not be controlled? 
Uh, so it's high time that uh, we become a sound. Otherwise, we will be controlled forever. And we know if you become a Jacob, that's why you see that in Jacob's life, he had a problem in life. He had to marry two wives and even the one he loved had to, to die at the end of the day. So we need to, uh, to be little men and uh, follow the Isaac's advice. That's my say. Thank you, Festus. Thank you, Festus. Thank you for jumping into this one. That is much appreciated. Much appreciated. I want to give to uh, two, two more people, two new ones who have just come in. I'm trying to get Yvonne uh, to listen to a woman. We know we've had uh, a few ladies jump onto this one. That was nice. Uh, who else is here? Morientes is here, but um, I'm trying to add you, Morientes. It's, you seem like uh, you're, not out, you're out of range. Road Dog, are you there? Road Dog X. Hey, what's up, Tibe? What's happening, brother? Hey, I'm good, I'm good, man. I've been listening to this, and uh, I think there's an underlying thing that we, uh, issue that we're missing, like the transition from a, a boy to a man. Uh-huh. And it's like back home, it's become like, it's just like, you know, when you, when you, I don't know, I don't know, there's a lot of cultures here, but when you, when you transition from a, a boy to a man, you're, you're, you stop doing like you know child shit, and you your uncle tells you how to be a man, and you kind of cut the you 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 you, you umbilical cord from your mom, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't understand like why like when I when I have an issue, I used to go talk to my uncle or a, a, a male figure. I don't understand why you, people still talk to their mom about their issues or their advice. I, I, I'm so lost to that. I'm not trying to, I, I don't have any input. I just, I'm just a question. Okay. Okay. Who, 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 okay. Road dog asks, why do we still talk to our mothers? Uh, re- remember this. Uh, remember if you've been uh, raised by, by your family, you've been raised by your dad and your mom. This is if you are fortunate enough to have both parents in your life. Then uh, at some point, um, your mother has raised you from the time you were a child. She's breastfed you. She's carried you. She's dealt with you and your homework and everything. Then you get to an age where now you are transitioning from boy to man and your dad is not in the picture and your mom is the one who's helping you transition. Please understand that. Your mom is the one who's helping you transition. When you have that first nut, that time when you're, uh, when you're transitioning from boy to man, uh, it happened to me when I was in class 7 and my father was not around and I was wondering, I've just had a, a wet dream. How, who do I talk to? And now you have to, this woman to talk to. Now this woman has stopped seeing you like a boy. She's seeing you like a man. Now she's overprotective of you. Now you're overprotective of her. It's an unholy communion that is going on because you're supposed to have been transferred from that woman now to the men. Now the men are supposed to tell you, this is what has happened to you. This is what you're experiencing. Because women don't know what uh, a boy is going to go through uh, from that, in that transitional period. And she's going to lead you wherever she wants to lead you. And now you grow up with her. You wait with her in that house. Another, you grow into a man. Now you have even pubic hair and now you can impregnate. And she's still looking at you as this boy man that exists in her life. And now you're becoming strong, a representation of a man. Now she doesn't need a man from outside because she has a man in the house. And this man is now changing the bulbs. He's fighting away the thugs. He's sorting out issues in the house. He has gotten his driver's license. He's now driving her. 
The boy has this affinity towards his mom. He's overprotective over her because now she's the woman in his life. This is what boys do. Remember what George told us? Now we are, this is a woman in my life. I have to protect her. And we grow yeah. up like this and you find yourself, you're 25 years old and she's directing everything about you. She's actually your mother wife. She's your mother wife and you don't even see it. You don't see it. And you find there are some boys who stay, overstay with their mother. I did. I overstayed in my, uh, in my mother's house. I don't consider that my dad's house because my dad was weak. He was like her firstborn. Right? Like that firstborn, that prodigal child. But now she would look to me as the boy who has the potential now to sort her out when her life is going towards, you know, the 50s and 60s. And it, it takes a lot, a lot of time. You may have heard it from guys here. It will take a lot of time and a lot of energy and struggle to break away from that bullshit because it is bullshit. And the weak men, I agree to a point, weak men are the ones who let it happen. They let it happen. Our fathers let it happen. The men in the society let it happen. Because there was a time yeah. when men would see a boy becoming a wuss and they would get him out of that shit and tell him, I do not want to see you ever again playing with uh, pots and pans. I don't want to see you in the kitchen. I don't want to see you hanging out with women. I don't want to see you hanging out with girls. What game is that? Why are you dressing like this? Who told you to put on uh, cutex? You know, all this shit that boys would do that they were not sure about as they are growing up, the men would set them straight and boys would know, no, I cannot do this. I need to go this direction. I know it is very hard for us to understand, but if you're a man, you're beyond 18, it might be time not just to disconnect from your mom, but to leave the coop, to fly the coop, to leave the house. Yeah, leave, that's leave, true. Leave the house right now. If you're a man who's over 18 and you're still staying at your mother's house, you cannot be there. She's already dominated your dad. I think I think most men are caught up with the guilt. Oh, if I leave, you know, you know, I don't want to, you know. You're still trying I don't to, know. I, I, I know what you mean. I'm trying to bring in Yvonne and there's, uh, who is this? Miss Raleigh. Miss Raleigh, if you guys can jump onto this one before we close up this show, this would be amazing. I want to hear a woman's perspective before we leave. Yvonne, are you there? Do I need to throw away this gadget of mine here? Uh, Tinku, Tinku, just jump on this one uh, as I'm trying to get these people connected. Uh, yes, uh, I wanted to to add this. Uh-huh. Mom, uh, you're introducing your, your girlfriend to your mom that mom, now this is the person I want to marry, blah, blah, blah. She feels there is competition coming in. Mm-hmm. And she's a woman too. So, she will, and remember, Paul has said that uh, women also have got ego and their ego arises when they see another woman. So your mom also wants to take control of you and your wife also wants to take, take control of you. And remember in this case, this is a woman you want to marry, but your mom is also jealous. Maybe your father is also a weak, a weak dad, the way you are saying. Mm-hmm. Your dad was weak. Yeah. So she feels like, and women, you know, she feels like, uh, you know, there is another woman coming to take control of my son. So there's a particular kind of lifestyle she's feeling that she's going to lose or to miss when this woman is coming into your life. So forget about your mother's opinion and be a man and focus. Well, that well. is what I wanted to tell Dennis. Dennis, uh, I think he's still here. Dennis has heard that. Forget about your mom's opinion and focus on being a man. Yvonne, are you there? 
Yes, Kibe. Good morning. Thank you for this topic because we are tired of having mama's boys. Aki, it's terrible. Baby, my mom, and he keeps telling you, mom, this, my mom needs this. It's so irritating. So what I want to say is women are very manipulative. Even my mom, growing up, uh-huh. like I lived with my dad, but just her, when I came later to live with her, she used to tell me, oh, your dad this, your dad that. She wants to manipulate me into hating my dad, which is not good. But just her, <clears throat> I know my dad. I know how he is. So I would, I would just say, ah, mom, no, my dad is like this. So um, what I want to say is, you guys need to work on. A, like after this, let's work on something so that men, once you grow up, you get out of your mom's house. Women are very manipulative. You, you won't even be able to resist their charm. So yeah, thank you for this topic. At least I'll start dating men. Well, 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 well. Yvonne, Yvonne says uh, women are very manipulative, uh, but men also need to man up and stop. Uh, learn that this is the case. Learn that uh, women can manipulate you. They don't want you to, to leave the house. They want you to remain there forever and ever as long as... Man, 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 this has been interesting. Honest, honest, are you there? Honest, honest. This is E-R-N-E-S-T. Ernest. Ernest, where is this? The new man of Africa. Yes, I'm sorry. Good morning. Good morning, the new man of Africa. Thank you. Uh, that's actually my first book. And uh, it's out. And I think uh, I've talked about this very topic. You see, um, I actually love the topic, basically, because uh, the phenomenon in the African setting and just, I think you already learned up on the topic, so I just briefly talked about it. <clears throat> you see, one thing about us coming from the background of, <clears throat> of being an African person is we become husbands at a very young age. You know, when you live with a parent who cannot provide, and they happens to have you as a first son or a child in the house, your mother expects that you become the man, even if you are four years old. They start looking up to you as a man, sometimes because your father cannot provide. So that hope and responsibility falls under you. So your mother starts looking at you, not just as a child, but like a husband, as a man. Now, it is left for that man in you to now recognize who you are and what your responsibilities are. But you see, a lot of young Africans who let their parents or their moms decide who they should be is basically because there are father figures in the house who cannot control the family affairs. So you see that the responsibility of being in control of that house falls under the woman who is the mother. So the mother now decides how the house is being administrated. And by that so doing, you see that the child or the boy in the house is under the dictate of the mother. So whatever the mother says is what he do or what he does. So that come up to the age where by the time you are 18, you're supposed to be independent of yourself, but your mother is still very active in deciding what your life should be. So that becomes a problem when the father 
from the onset did not do his job. And that is phenomenal in the African man's history and story. So I believe it is very, very common today because a lot of children you see now, young African children who are male, have this issue because they are so attached to moms and mothers because it is only the mother who is always there. The father is always absent. And if he's not absent because of the poverty situation, he is always a drunk. If he's not drunk, he's lazy or he has no job. So the impact of the father in the house is very much, very minimal. So you see that the parents, or in the two parents that you have, the mother is the person who is always going to be the first person to have a problem with you by the time you are of age and you want to be married. Because now she has no more control over you. That is a threat, number one. Number two, you have always been the husband she look up to right from the onset. Now you are getting married to someone else. She's going to interfere. But if you are a child who by that time you have decided for yourself, you have placed your mother where she should be, it shouldn't be a problem. Whoa, 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 Thank whoa. you very much. Honest, thank you very much. I appreciate you, man. This has been a real discussion with... Uh... Man, it's, it's been quite mature today. We've had a very mature discussion. I want to give two, three people who really want to talk uh, an opportunity 30 seconds at best, at most. 30 seconds. I see Yasin. Yasin, jump into this one. 30 seconds. Okay, uh, closing it up. Uh, okay, uh, I want to disagree with what Longstroke had said, and that is the, one of the biggest mistakes. Uh, men are doing other oh. asking for advice you have yeah. your experience and what you have gone through in marriage you are able to know what a good woman is supposed to be like so when your son comes to you you'll be able to tell him very clearly choose a woman who is like this because you have gone through it but you can't go to your mom and ask for advice so basically men go to your fathers, your grandfathers, and ask for advice when choosing a woman to marry. Because that is where we'll cut all this and start a new cycle. Thank you. Thank you, Yasin. Thank you, Yasin. Uh, Paul Boya, you have something to say? Fine, mommy, we shall come to you in a bit. Yeah. Kibe, if you realize, if I'm not wrong, uh, our age group is in that category of to keep quiet when they are shouted over they first go down and keep silent. And I think that's what happened to our parents or our fathers. There was this a lot of shout of women can do better and this and that can happen. And I think they kind of went low. Now, in this generation, we are trying to pick up to be able to match this so-called empowered woman. And now men are trying to find back their place. So what we need to do for those who have already realized what needs to happen, let's help and make a man to be that figurehead to give direction without manipulation. Oh, thank you, man. To give direction without manipulation. That's a real good advice. Fine, Mami, you have anything to say before we close up? We have 30 seconds for you. Fine, Mami. What's her name? Fine, Mami, yes. Uh, this is T-Spice. Akaishiki Kawe. Why? Another complicated name. Uh, George, you have anything to say before we go? For those like 
uh, short strokes from Mombasa who <laughs> thinks they can get a good advice uh-huh. from his mother. From the young mother. Uh-huh. Remember this. A woman can never fix what she has destroyed. Number two, a woman will never admit she was wrong. Hey, hey, gentlemen, today you guys have, uh, you guys have, what are they called? You have the nice singers. Thank you very much, man. Uh, anybody else? No, I don't think so. We are done with the show. No, I, 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 I truly want to hear from Fine Mami. Fa- fa- fine Mami is not, is not talking. Uh, fine Mami, are you there? Fine mommy seems like she she needs to go to the roof and just stand there and just... Uh, you I hope everyone can hear me. Oh, Thank she's you. here. Fine mommy, are Fine you here? Um, yes, yes, I am. Okay, speak up. To the bloody network. Okay, uh, now we can hear you now. You go, go, go. You guys, she has a nice voice, man. I would have wanted to hear what she has to say, man. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes, we can. Boy next. Huh? Boy next. Boy next. Well, uh, back and forth. Okay, let me give my 30 seconds here. Oh, you have 30 seconds to give us? Oh, well? I thought you said uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, no, I mean, uh, listen. Okay, sound. I know it's your show, but hey, here goes nothing. <laughs> and all the men, go collect your balls somewhere. Go reach, reach deep down, reach into your ancestors. Uh, spirits or what, whatever you guys wear, wherever you get them, uh-huh. we need to bring the balls back in our children, especially our boys. Well, Keep well. them you, you guys today can all collectively uh, write a book, man. Ah, you guys have made made me happy. Boy next door, you have thirty seconds. Go. Uh, my thirty seconds is advice to all the men who want to get married and who are planning to want one have, have a family. Do your shit, man. Don't don't bother about what any any fucking shit is talking about you. <laughs> any anything. Do your fucking shit. Anybody who wants to be with you will join you. Anybody who doesn't want to be with you will will keep off. That's it. Thank you, my Merry man. Christmas, man. Ah, thank you, boy, next door. Uh, Yvonne, are you, do you have anything to say before we leave? <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Yvonne. <laughs> that was nice. That was interesting. You guys have made this show very interesting today. I've uh, had a good time. I've enjoyed myself. Uh, Fine Mami is still connecting. I think Fine Mami is in... Uh, she's in... Uh, where is it? Where, where can she be? Where can find mommy be? I'm looking for a place to say. Ah, let's give her one more chat. One more chat. <laughs> She's in KwaZulu Natal. Ah, yeah. uh, let's see if we can close it up. It has been real, guys. I, I don't want to extend this longer than we really have to. Oh, man. Join me tomorrow, same time, same place. Tomorrow is a Friday. That will be the last day of the week. I appreciate each and every one of you for joining me on Throw Her Back Thursday, only on www.rogueradio.live and on my Twitter spaces. It is interesting when we have these kind of discussions. I know sometimes we carry on longer than we really have to. I really appreciate each and every one of you. My name has been Andrew. Oh, my name is Andrew Kibe. I have been your host on The Morning Wood. And uh, as we go out, I want to leave us with a nice song. Uh, this is for the men. This is Jeffrey Osborne. If my brother's in trouble. Yeah. Let's finish off this show in a good, good, uh, good tempo.
Alright, wake up the neighbors. Maybe they're still asleep. See you guys tomorrow, same time, same place. 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Kenyan time. Thank you for joining me this morning. This evening, this night. It's been real. Thank you guys. I appreciate each and every one of you. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. If you're lucky enough, catch me 9.30 to midnight Kenyan time on my YouTube channel and my Instagram. Peace!